0: My bring all the boys to the yard and they're like...
1: (laughs) 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 This is delicious. Uh, Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike across Wikipedia like a bunch of little fact-toppers. I'm your, woo, spring break, yeah! And with me, as always, are my nationally recognized holidays...
2: Uh April Fool's Fool Sky Tim Tim Tober.
1: Oh wow. Good job. it's a, a whole you. month. Whoa. Tim's not content with just one day. We said so- they celebrate
0: Timtober by showing twenty-four hours of Teen Titans Go.
1: Wow. I like it. I like it.
0: The entire month. Because that's all they do
1: now at all. I mean, yes. Uh uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, I pick out what happens here is I pick out two pages on Wikipedia and then tonight Sky and Tim will have to race to see who can get there first using only the links on the page. Uh, tonight, we've got a really silly game. Uh, we're going to be going from Inflatable Castle Ooh. to Gummy Bear. Ooh,
2: I, am I a like fan. both these things.
1: Uh, so I want to tell you about this because this is a this is a run that I've been trying to put, make happen for a while, huh. and I just haven't been able to come up. Actually, for the the next couple episodes that I'm the host, like I've got them planned out because like I I I just sat down one afternoon and I've been trying to like oh what would be a, a funny good page? yeah and I worked with inflatable castles for a while, and there's not a lot of pages that go from there that don't just immediately connect to something funny. So they would all be really short games. Hopefully tonight's is not.
0: So so I put inflatable into the search box. Yeah. Uh-huh. And as soon as I put in the word inflatable, the first word, of course, is inflatable. And then right below that, it says inflatable pigs on Roger Waters's tours. Yep. <laughs> Who's Roger uh, Waters? I- Why does he have inflatable pigs? And why is what? this a popular
1: response on Wikipedia? What's he showing us
2: too? What's he too? What's he take? What's he's taking, taking us to?
1: <laughs> I I think we should just abandon this podcast at, and just follow that rabbit hole right now. Like... Oh,
0: it's Pink Floyd. Yeah, oh. okay, that makes
1: oh, sense. Oh, oh, okay. shoulda known
0: Roger Waters. A uh, giant inflatable pig has been one of the staple props of Pink Floyd live performances since 1977.
1: <laughs> after Roger
0: Waters departed Pink Floyd in 1985 he continued to use the pig as a show element during his solo live performances cuz you know
1: as you do once
2: you got a brand you got to stick to it
1: <laughs> oh man well uh yeah so this so our our run tonight is about uh bouncy things i guess and uh i learned some things about inflatable castles that are are kind of terrifying and we'll get there but in order oh, to Oh, another oh,
0: quick yeah. question, I'm sorry. Oh, oh shoot. Are, are we are we doing Gummy Bear the food or Gummy Bears the cartoon?
1: Good good question. We're doing the food.
0: Okay. The thank you. food. Okay. Yeah,
1: I I'm I forgot about doing the disambiguation because there's a billion nah. things that right. are Gummy Bears. So
0: So it's not the Gummy Bears that are bouncing here and there and
2: everywhere.
1: And everywhere. No. Uh, with High Adventure, that's beyond, beyond compare. Right no.
2: I just mm. I mean that's just a cartoon <laughs> of the food though, right? Like that still describes the the food.
1: It, it, they're not they actually bounce. like the food
2: though.
0: I no, mean No,
1: it's not the real What we're what we're talking about tonight is the uh the classic Haribo uh gummy bears. Ooh. Which Sky, you gave me a perfect segue because our game to start us off is about the not gummy bear shaped things.
2: Uh oh, so everything gummy... except <laughs> <laughs> everything
0: that is not a gummy bear.
1: Specifically things that have been produced by Haribo. Uh oh. So you guys, you guys know. Uh, yeah. And, and this was the fun part. I went looking for some of the weird shapes that they've made things into. And then I went looking for just weird ones out there because, oh man, there's so, there's so many, so many weird gummies out there. Lots that we can't mention on a G rated podcast. Uh, so I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and forth between you guys uh, I'm going to give you guys a um, oh, go ahead and open up a message or individual uh, chat to me. Okay. And uh, I'm going to give you guys each a or give you guys both a, uh, a, a particular shape and and slash or flavor. And you have to tell me whether or not this is one that was made by Haribo at some point in history and actually marketed to people. Or if this is one of those ones that you find on Amazon that you probably shouldn't maybe order because it might not actually be food
0: it could be fatal
1: so uh we're gonna start with actually i yeah, do you have you have, you guys have your w- windows open
0: yep yes oh right. i should i should i should open it just for you though right
1: yes yeah because yeah, right now i have it
0: on both of you and that doesn't make any sense
2: by the Correct. way I, I bought a five pound bag of of gummy bears off of amazon once and did not regret that decision
1: Oh no! I no. Obviously, that would be amazing.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. too.
1: Yeah, of course, because I like those are the bucks. good ones. It's like what? This for, is such a deal. Eight bucks for five pounds of sugar. I'm gonna cut <laughs> <five> off <pounds in laughs> my Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that sounds great like to me. hmm
3: mm-hmm. Together at mm-hmm. last.
1: <laughs> like they were always meant to be. <laughs> All right. So first off, we're going to start with uh let let's try out wine gums. Uh like wine gums is the name of the product. Alright. I got Tim. Sky. Sky is having a lot of trouble with this.
0: <laughs> I think I know it's probably holding him up. Like
1: I think uh, I know maybe, the I think I know yeah, the ordeal. Yeah. You guys both say Haribo, and you're both correct. Yay. Okay. Good job, when I, when, you
0: guys. When I think of wine gums, I think of Phantom of the Opera. I, what?
1: That's kind of what... What?
0: Um, for in high school, we saw... For some reason, we saw Phantom of the Opera twice. Okay. On like a band and chorus trip. I don't know why we saw it twice. I did not. This <laughs> no, was before um, my time. Ooh. I went and saw Peter Pan.
1: Nice. I saw
0: that too, and that was, just, that was sad.
1: Um what? well, because it
0: was kind of like a community theater production and we like drove up to Toronto for it.
2: Are you mm, mm,
0: I mean Timothy. it had uh, yeah, it had it had Mr. Dress Up in it. Yeah, style, it had Mr. he was, Dressup. He was <laughs> saw he Mr. Dress Up. He was the only professional Ah, <laughs> oh, That
2: was one of the greatest days of my I still remember <laughs> that. <dude. laughs>
3: wow.
0: Mm. But, but anyway, mm. at um the Phantom of the Opera productions, they would sell uh, little bags of wine gummies oh my gosh and the kids would buy them up because it had the word wine in it
1: yeah well uh, according to Haribo they are just flavored like wine they do not have wine in them right right they're,
0: they're grape they're Candice got a, Is that a bunch of said? them yeah, yeah they're pretty much grape
2: <laughs> I mean I mean but there's also like gin and and, and port and stuff
1: yes it's like a uh, whole mix uh, let's go with the next flavor next shape hot dogs <laughs> Sky, <laughs> so Sky's answer is Harry BS, and Tim, Tim says it is a travesty, and Tim is correct. It is not a Harry Bow flavor or shape. Oh, that's a bummer. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, they do make uh, hamburger yeah. shapes though. I
0: thought Sky said Harry BS no no
1: harry BS. dash yes
2: oh
0: I thought you said harry bs <laughs> yeah
1: no I got so
0: it I thought you were saying it wasn't
1: I got that's, it that's,
2: <laughs> that's some harry bs mm-hmm. <laughs> as the kids say
1: yep as the kids say uh, let's go with milkshakes alright I got Tim <laughs> I got Sky who again says harry Yes. every time and Skype th-
2: tries to autocorrect me and I have to stop it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you let me make my joke Sky <laughs> How dare you? You're both correct. It is uh that is a hairy bow shape.
0: Well done. bow shake.
1: Yeah, hairy bow shake.
0: Magumies uh, bring all the boys to the yard and they're like
1: <laughs> This is delicious. <laughs> they're like, this is delicious. Uh, okay, uh we're gonna get a little bit a little bit weirder now. How about chicken feet? What? Chicken feet.
0: I mean, I would imagine that you grind chicken feet up to make the gelatin to make mm, gummies.
1: But would they make them in the shape of that?
2: They're like huge in China. I uh, ate a chicken's foot.
1: Yeah. It uh, was not
2: pleasant at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. We have to pause everything. Sky, tell us in detail what a chicken's foot tastes like, because I need to know this.
2: It tastes salty and bony okay. and gelatiny, cartilage. It's not great. Oh wow, that's, that's a lot of flavors. It mostly was salty. It was nasty.
1: Okay, well, good to know. Yeah. Uh, Tim said that the that, that is a Haribo uh, shape. Sky says Haribo no, and he is correct.
3: No. Yay. <laughs> uh,
1: that is not a shape that you would find from Haribo. Uh, next is. I lost my place. Oh yeah. Next is sweet mice. What? Sweet mice. <laughs> Sky, that's not an acceptable answer. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I got you. I got Sweet you. are fine. Mice. <laughs> uh, Sky went back and forth on this one. Said Harib, maybe, uh, but then he corrects to say yes. And Tim says Haribo as well. Yes, you guys are both right. It is they are, that is in fact. A, uh, a a uh, a flavor yeah sweet mice i it the, I look the artic- up. sweet mice yeah the article that i found that's a translation from the german like it has like a direct name in german that makes more sense i guess but in in english it just translates straight to sweet mice uh all right next is penguins penguins penguins? penguins
0: like gummy penguins that's correct or the flavors penguins. At <laughs> <laughs> one the or the shape. other. <laughs> the I shape. Mean, or nice. both.
1: What do penguins taste like? <laughs> I imagine they're salty with, with like, a little bit of cartilage.
0: <laughs> like yeah. penguin wings? I guess they're not really wings or flippers. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But I bet they can still make them buffalo
1: style. I bet you could. You, you can, can make, make anything buffalo, buffalo style, style,
2: honestly. Yeah. But
1: that's not what we're after tonight, Tim.
2: <laughs> what does penguin mean
1: (laughs) tastes like meat tastes like Uh, you both say no you're both correct neither (laughs) they are not a particularly
2: unflattering description of penguin meat composed by a Belgian seaman in 1898 suggests that it wouldn't be replacing chicken anytime soon if it's possible (laughs) to imagine a piece of beef Odoriferous codfish and a, and a canvas-backed duck roasted together in a pot with blood and cod liver oil for sauce. The and then like the little quote cuts off. I'd have to like click that's on. That's all you it. need.
1: Nope, that's all yeah, you need. He's having wow. a bad time. Wow. So it don't, it don't taste great. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I only have two more for you. <clears throat> uh, the first one here is um Star Mix. Tim, do I have yours in? I I didn't see it go. Yes. Okay. So the most recent one, yes. Uh, you say Haribo and. <laughs> it it auto corrected before I,
2: I told you it was trying.
1: Sky- <laughs> the thing is, like, I had been imagining that it was correcting to Haribo because it thinks no. that's a thing. But sky's auto <laughs> thinks that he was trying to talk about caribou.
2: <laughs> <laughs> carib, yes. Carib,
1: yes. And you are carib correct. Uh, They are. They are, in fact, Haribo. That's uh, a Haribo shape. Uh, I guess it's like little rings and spaceships and things like that,
0: shaped like a Haribo.
1: Shaped like a Haribo. Shaped and then like the a last friend. One, our last one tonight is forest spirits. Forest spirits. Forest spirits. Mm.
3: I'm,
0: now, are they mm. talking about like ghosts? Or are they talking not, about like I, mushroom wine or something?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, you both say Haribo. You are both correct. It is wow. they are Haribo Forest Spirits. You know the weird thing is, you guys, mm. uh, you tied. Well done. Yeah, I thought uh, I got
2: one wrong. I got one wrong too. Yeah, oh, you both okay. did. <clears throat> so, I thought you had a perfect score.
1: So the uh, I'm going to give your your tiebreaker tonight. Uh, you'll be sending them to me in your in your messages here. Is <clears throat> What's the German word for gummy bears? Just the best shot you have. Which I learned while I was doing this. <laughs> uh, while I was doing this this run, I learned the German word for gummy bears. All right, Tim's got his in. Sky's <laughs> got his in. They're both amazing. Uh, Tim says, sweet mice. And Sky says... Gelton Berbers. <laughs> which he's not too far off. <laughs> because Fels the, the German word German the German word for uh gummy bear, and I'm going to try to say it, is Gummy Barchen. <laughs> or uh the way that auto- the uh the English translation is little rubber bear. Little so, oh, rubber bear? I know.
2: <laughs> little rubber bear.
1: So It looks like Sky's going first tonight. And after all this time, we're finally getting to the first page of the Inflatable Castle. Inflatable castles. Take it away.
2: They're also like bouncy houses. Yes. Uh, they they're temporary. I said. That, <laughs> I was gonna say they're temporarily inflatable structures,
1: which is I mean, true.
2: Yeah, but they're also <laughs> temporary inflatable structures and buildings um, and similar items that are rented for functions, school and church festivals and village feats well, Is that that fets, word?
1: Fats. Fats. Parties. Parties.
2: Oh, fets, okay. Yeah. And used
1: yeah. for recreational well, purposes, particularly for children. Sky, you're right. It is Village Feet, though. Like, that, that's true, too. Like, the, it is for your feet.
0: I mean, it's it's F-E-T-E.
1: I know, but the joke works both ways. The growth of popularity of moonwalks, which
2: is another name for these things, I don't know why I picked it there, uh, has led mm-hmm. to an inflatable rental industry, which includes inflatable slides, obstacle courses, games, and more. Inflatables are ideal for portable amusements because they are easy to transport and store.
1: Citation needed. Mm, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they are, they are easy to transport. Compared to like Compared, an actual house, I An guess. actual <laughs> house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Inflatable castles have, have been suggested as having some therapeutic value for children with certain sensory impairments similar to ball pits. There's uh, we- a citation there.
1: We came very close to starting at ball pit tonight.
2: Oh, oh whoa! It almost <laughs> just, felt like felt like a punishment or something. <laughs> I was very guys, close to turning this game around and starting I just, at ball pit.
1: <laughs> I, I do. One of the reasons that we stayed here, though, is so that we could talk about the marketed the names that these are marketed under. Uh, they have here. Um, and I mean, I guess it it's determined by where you're at in the world, I guess, part, partly too. But uh, you might know about a bouncy castle, inflatable castle as a bounce house, bouncies, moon bounce. This is one of my favorites. Boingalo. Yeah. Astro jump, moonwalk, jolly jump and spacewalk. Uh, they do yep. have some other ones here. I guess, yeah, some of them are specific to uh, general, to different countries. Mm -hmm. Japan's is one of my favorites as well. Uh, The air playground equipment.
0: Yeah, Like, um, (laughs) residents of El Paso, Texas, commonly refer to it as a jumping balloon, but this appears to be the only area that uses that term.
1: No citation there either. Wow. No. Just calling them out in El Paso. Jeez. Come on. They need someone from El Paso to check out this page. Mm,
2: For sure. The artwork on most inflatable structures is hand-painted. It is cheaper for an artist to paint inflatables than to buy a printing machine or pay for a professional printer to print the artwork for a small quantity of inflatables citation needed. (laughs) A 3D printer, 3D print, a bounce house, that'd be awesome.
1: (laughs) Just a really tiny one,
2: though. For those wishing to have inflatables professionally printed rather than painted, two technologies exist.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> One two. is to use screen print,
2: screen printing and the other to use is digital printing machines, which can print onto nylon. Usually was, if the printing method is used, uh, then white PVC must be used and a pattern of artwork printed onto this. Wow, that's a great sentence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping they were going to say like some kind of alien technology like that would have been like two technologies exist one is screen printing the other is (laughs) the ancient (laughs) rod uh that would have been great
0: uh the record for longest marathon on a bouncy castle by a team is 43 hours 25 minutes and one second set by tuggera lakes police team eight people in tumbi australia on may 29th through 31st 2015 I, I want to know, if anything, just just how that last second went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like, no, no, I can keep going. I was, can it, do it. was it
0: the best second of their lives or like the longest <laughs> second of their lives?
1: So in order to do this, this run, I looked up several of these. I our, our opening game could have been about uh, some of the record breaking attempts, because this is a thing that people try to do like every other year, by the way. Uh, and Almost every record I could find of people doing this or talking about how they made just that last couple minutes uh, are basically just uh, them like, this is this is awful. I hate they're like they're they're so upset by the end of it and just <laughs> so angry.
0: So according to the rules, if you if you puke in the bounce house, is it over <laughs> or can you keep bouncing? <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> I'm sure you just made I'm it harder sure, for yourself. I'm sure they I'm sure they're not going to let you stop for a break to clean it out.
1: No, No, that just seems to go against the spirit, (laughs) the spirit of the bounce castle. But is
0: it an instant disqualification or can you just keep it bouncing
2: in there?
1: I don't know. I mean, we could probably email. Can someone can someone uh, tweet at Guinness to ask, I guess? Yeah, Yeah. so uh, there are some people think bounce bounce castles are not dangerous in and of themselves and they are wrong. But they add other things in there. Uh, it says here some inflatables are designed to allow games such as boxing rings, water football, penalty out, ba- shootouts, basketball rumbling, which I don't know what that is, but tug of war, which is already dangerous again, and gladiator duels. Um, so yeah, I mean, you guys, people die in bounce houses, like that happens. They're not, they're not safe all the time. Um. And I don't know why you would add another thing <laughs> to make it even less safe. Huh. That's
2: fun. People, yeah, for fun. That's it for funds. Um, Man, mm-hmm. there are a few there are a few opportunities here that have presented themselves, but yeah, I think I'm going to go screen printing
1: and see where okay. that takes me. All right. All right.
2: Click on screen printing.
1: Got it. Alright, Tim. I just
0: I just tweeted at Guinness.
1: <laughs> Let us know if you get any feedback on that. I will. <laughs> uh uh where I asked like hey,
0: hey 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 uh, at GWR. If you were trying for a bounce house record in BARF, is it instant DQ or can you keep going?
1: <laughs> I like that you didn't even spell out disqualification. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean I don't think they're gonna I think they're professional enough to know that's disqualification <laughs> and not Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh Jimmy if tits over. Well let's <laughs> take him to Dairy Queen to make him feel better.
1: I <laughs> was gonna say those are not those are not mutually exclusive, Tim. You could end up with Dairy Queen after that. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, I'm I'm sorry, Sky. Where did you go again?
2: Uh screen printing.
0: Okay. Uh I oh there's two choices then I have. Okay. Uh I'm thinking of either, Um, they also mentioned that uh, bounce houses are good for kids who might have certain um, sensory conditions, impairments, uh, similar to ball pits. I'm thinking of ball pits. Oh, man. But I'm also thinking of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, I got to know what the thought process is behind that. Well, I mean, they might,
0: I guess, consumer product safety, does that include foods?
1: Or is that all FDA? Oh. Oh, wow. For foods products. Tim. But also gummy bears
0: foods. Is a gummy <laughs> yeah. bear more food or product?
1: I mean, it's a question for the ages, honestly. I think we've been trying to figure that out since gummy products have been around. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So there's that, but then there's ball pits.
1: Mm, Tim. <laughs> ball pits are fun, guys. I can't help you with this. But this I don't is think all they're going
0: to get me as closer to gummy bears. We'll have to say that for another time. I'm going to go consumer product safety commission.
1: Oh, this is going to be great. Consumer Product Safety Commission. Got it.
0: Yes, U.S. Consumer Product <laughs> Safety Commission (CPSC) with... or Commission.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Party's all about
2: right. to start. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> yep. Say.
1: Party's about to stop. Okay. Uh, all right, Sky. Let's talk about screen printing.
2: Yeah, sure. I guess uh, screen <laughs> printing is a printing technique whereby a mesh is used to transfer ink onto a substrate except in areas made impenetrable to the ink by, by a blocking stencil. Good, good. And then a blade or squeegee is moved across the screen to fill the open mesh apertures. (laughs) Is, yep.
1: Is it just me or is, is squeegee one of those things or is it maybe the thing that most sounds like, sounds like the sound that it makes? Yeah, it's very, (laughs) it's high up there on that list. If it's Mm -hmm. not
2: for sure. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about screen printing. I mean, I think it's interesting. Okay. I don't think it's podcast. I, I don't think describing <laughs> it isn't. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, well, mm, no,
0: you are know you, what I mean? Are you telling be, the people what they will
2: and will not like?
1: 99% Invisible is like, ah. Uh... <laughs> there are three common
2: types of screen printing presses. The flatbed, cylinder, or rotary. <laughs> Textile items printed with multicolored designs often use a wet-on-wet technique. Like, mm like this is cool but I'm not going to describe it. There's some cool pictures. Come and check do you, them out. It's do You neat. not see
1: the the gifs? The gifs are pretty great. The gifs are
2: great. Yeah, come to this page guys. You know, on your smart device and check it out. It's cool.
1: Wow, they've got multiple gifs. So I
2: I'm telling it's popping off here at the screen printing <laughs> wiki. Uh it's just not mm, I mean Yeah
1: okay well well Uh, well, sky what is there anything on this page that did stand out to you
2: i was hoping that they would mention something like uh there might be like done this with food or something i don't know but they don't
1: no i I got you i understand where you're going the
2: closest thing they have here is solar wafers what Mm, sounds good yeah those sound delicious I, i i don't know what they are but they're called solar wafers um uh So I have that as a choice. I have photo emulsion as a choice. I have squeegee as a choice. Oh. Or synthetic polymer. Oh, this (laughs) is a choice. There you go. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Uh this makes me so
1: happy. Bowling? Um
2: I think mm,
1: Andy Warhol's on here. I mean.
2: Yeah. That could get me there. Maybe. (laughs) Dick film technology. Uh me- medical devices. Hmm. You know what? Let's mm, let's live dangerously. Let's go to balloons. All right. <laughs>
0: that's the <laughs> that's that's the most hesitant I've ever heard anyone say that word.
1: <laughs> balloons. Balloons. I'm on balloons. Well, if, if you felt about them the way Sky does right now right at this mm-hmm. moment in the history yeah Balloons? oh i can't wait to come to this page that image is great uh all right well then tim we're going to come back to you with the us consumer product safety commission and a and a logo that looks straight out of starcraft i i mean
0: yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty hardcore mhm but yes the United States Consumer Product Safety Commission is an independent agency of the United States government. It seeks to promote the safety of consumer products by addressing unreasonable risks of injury, uh, though coordinating recalls, evaluating products that are the subject of consumer complaints or industry reports, et cetera, oh, unless we through coordinating <laughs> recalls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got it. Now. Wait,
0: if you're, if you're being careful, <laughs> your Wikipedia entry should be proofread. Mm. Um, agency was created in 1972 through the Consumer Product Safety Act. Agency reports to Congress and the president it is not part of any other department or agency. Uh, it has five commissioners. And since 2009, the agency has generally been led by five commissioners, one of which servers wow.
1: as chairman. Someone,
0: like, someone is dropping the ball here.
1: Yeah. They did not have someone on their staff set this up. Or maybe they did. And that's what they're... Oh. Not a good look, you guys.
0: Yeesh, Making us look bad. (laughs) Yep, so there are five people on the commission. Uh, CPSC regulates the sale and manufacture of more than 15,000 different consumer products from cribs to all-terrain vehicles.
1: Wow. I guess that includes
0: all-terrain cribs.
1: I really want a podcast of that, like from cribs <laughs> to all terrain vehicles.
0: Just oh, oh, I thought I thought you wanted like a podcast just listing all the fifteen thousand different consumer <laughs> products that the CPSC regulates.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be great too.
0: Um, some products are excluded from their jurisdiction, including those specifically named by law as under the jurisdiction of other federal agencies. Oh no! So, example, automobiles are regulated by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Guns are regulated by the Bureau of Fun Stuff, and drugs are... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives.
1: Yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> I didn't and say that. And drugs you were are wrong, regulated
0: t- by the Food and Drug Administration. Uh, not a lot of, like, stuff talking about individual cases here.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of, of a surprised.
0: Bummer. They do yeah. talk about 2007 being the year of the recall.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: in the United States, there were 473 voluntary recalls in 2007. Um, a lot of them, and I remember this at the time, were products that had lead in them, uh, like I'm, lead paint. That was yeah. A I don't big remember deal. this at all.
1: The Danny Keysar Child Protection Notification Act required the CPSC to create a public database of recalled products and provide consumers with a postage-paid postcard for each durable infant or toddler product. This act was named after Danny Keysar who died in a recalled crib. Oh no. Uh, His parents founded Kids in Danger and were instrumental in working with the CPSC to strengthen product safety standards. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that's so sad.
0: So how do they know how to get stuff to recall it? I will tell you as soon as I find (laughs) it again.
3: Uh,
0: (laughs) The CPSC learns about unsafe products in several ways. They maintain a consumer hotline through which consumers may report concerns about unsafe products or injuries. Uh, Product safety concerns may also be submitted through saferproducts.gov. And the agency also operates the National Electronic Injury Surveillance System, or NICE. What? Wait, what? N-E-I-S-S.
1: Oh, no. NAS.
0: A A probability sample of about 100 hospitals with 24-hour emergency rooms. Uh, NAS collects data on consumer product-related injuries treated in ERs and can be used to generate national estimates.
3: That's well kind of cool.
0: Tim. So they that just sample, cool. like, they just go to a bunch <laughs> of hospitals and be like, hey, what did people come in injured by?
1: <laughs> what, what hurt you?
0: What What hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> it was lawn darts. It's
1: always lawn, lawn darts. Darts.
0: <laughs> Uh So I am going to click on... The only thing that seems apparent here, uh, the Food and <laughs> Drug Administration.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good call. And
0: I'm trying to get out of the um, <laughs> the governmental yeah. spot of this as soon as I can.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait to get back get to the FDA. All right. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, balloons. Balloons. Are you ready for the most,
2: like, <laughs> I, <laughs> gag-inducing description of something that we've had I, in a while? Are you not um, going to say that they're a gas? Because... Uh, a balloon is a flexible bag that can be inflated with a gas (laughs) such as helium, hydrogen nitrous oxide, oxygen pause or air
1: but not a mix of those things
2: no well I mean air is the mix of those things I guess some early balloons are made of dried animal bladders such as a pig bladder Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. I remember well, that in a uh, little house, little house yeah. in the big woods. I think what? <laughs> uh, yeah, Laura Ingalls Wilder. She talks about uh, daddy blowing up a pig's bladder to, so they can bat it around.
2: That's a thing that stays with you for yeah, sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah.
1: I don't what.
2: Uh, the rubber balloon was invented by Michael Faraday in 1824 during experiments with various gases. <laughs> and then we scroll down a little bit to get to the decoration or entertainment section and it all derails. Oh my goodness. Uh, it talks about balloon decorating for parties, modeling, and used in art and then it talks about twisting balloons into shapes. It says twisting balloons can be used to create uh, decor centerpieces for events and to create a more unique look uh, than, <laughs> than can be provided by foil balloons. Mm. Ooh, wow. Oh, wow. Someone needs a good editor. And it Dang. shows this terrifying, um, dopey, yeah, balloon, who uh,
1: appears to have been transformed into a cucumber.
2: Yeah, he's what? definitely very green.
1: Yeah, he's sort of become a cucumber.
2: Hmm. He's become a cucumber. I think is that a sword? That is, is that his belt?
1: Uh, I'm trying to figure it belt. out too. Yeah, like
2: we're gonna say it's his belt.
1: Let's be generous. And Let's say be it's generous involved. to
2: say that's his belt. <laughs> then there's animal shaped balloons, guys. And I was like, oh, yes, animal shaped balloons. It just link me to animal shaped, you know?
1: Nice, just, nice. I need, it,
2: I need that blue text that just says animal shaped. <laughs> but, but but it's not here. <laughs> it's not. It talks about water balloons. Um, oh, no. They're usually filled with liquid. Wait, they're there's usually a whole used page by children.
1: Yes, of course. whoa,
2: whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, here's the sentence. They're usually used by children, comma, who throw them at each other, comma, trying to get each other wet, comma, as a game, comma, competition, comma, or practical joke.
1: Oh my gosh. What? That was a marathon of a sentence. Wow.
2: And this is an important thing to add. By forcing water out of the open <laughs> end of a water balloon, it is possible to use it as a makeshift water gun.
3: <laughs>
1: what? <coughs> what? What? <laughs> Oh, it's so great. It's and so then it calls great. a balloon
2: a flying machine, which is interesting. I, mean, I guess they is. I guess it is. Yeah. yeah. It's a machine. There's hot, yeah.
1: Especially hot air balloons which they use here because you are using a machine to heat up the air inside the balloon. Like
2: Yeah, for sure. That's
1: absolutely a machine.
2: So I have a couple options here, right? I have pig bladder.
1: Are you not going to read the thing about the balloon rockets because I'm I will if you want.
2: <laughs> uh, balloon rockets. Balloons balloon. are often deliberately released, creating a so-called balloon <laughs> rocket.
1: Oh, my gosh. They have a <laughs> name, Skye. It's
2: just like, <laughs> citation, my childhood.
1: <laughs> is that is time. No, oh. but it Balloon should. rockets
2: work because the elastic balloons can uh, contract on the air within them, and so when the mouth of a balloon is open, the gas within the balloon is expelled out, and due to Newton's third law of motion, the balloon goes, <laughs> and flies <laughs> all over the room. <laughs> This is the same way that a rocket works.
1: <laughs> Cite, that's cited. That's cited right there. So that's exactly... I mean, they're just saying right there that balloon rockets and actual rockets are basically the same thing. For sure. Well, hold on, hold on. The name of the... Oh my gosh. The name of that, the citation article is Scientific Explanation, colon, Why the Rocket Balloon Works... <laughs>
2: We've got our, our <laughs> finest on this for a couple so, years.
1: Sorry, someone in the last ten years wrote an article about this for about physics. Oh, I gotta click that. You guys go on ahead. Where, Sky? What do you want to go to from there?
2: There's a picture of some like uh, some toy soldiers made out of uh-huh. balloons, and it says decorations made of balloons with a combination of stacking and twisting techniques, showcasing the deco twisting style. Dang, deco twisting. Deco so twic- tw- twist twisting. <laughs> Um, Like I said, I got pig bladders here and I've got pig pig bladders
1: Hold on, hold on. I have to share this with you guys because it's perfect, but go on I'll I'll catch up with you in a second I'll get to you in a second
2: Balloon artists are entertainers who twist and tie inflated tubular balloons into sculptures. See balloon modeling. I'm hoping to get like (sighs) I'll click on balloon modeling and like get some,
1: some other right. balloon shape options. <laughs> balloon shape <laughs> options. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, hold on. You said balloon modeling? I <laughs> <laughs> yes. Balloon modeling. I'm clicking it. Oh, don't oh. look at the pictures. Okay. Don't, don't well, do it. Not doing is it. Is there going
0: to be a test or is it just that frightening?
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> a We'll get
0: to it when we get to it. <laughs>
1: Um, All right. In the meantime, let's go to the Food and Drug Administration.
0: Hey, guys. The Food and Drug Administration is boring. (laughs) Is that so? Yes. Uh, Its logo looks like it belongs on like an old early 90s VHS cassette, like logo. Uh, It was made 110 years ago. I mean, not the logo, but the, the administration. Uh, It is responsible for protecting and promoting public health, the control and supervision of food safety, tobacco products, dietary supplements, prescription and over-the-counter pharmaceutical drugs, vaccines, biopharmaceuticals, blood transfusions, medical devices, electromagnetic radiation-emitting devices, cosmetics, animal food and feed, and veterinary products. Um, As of 2017, three-quarters of the FDA budget... About $700 million is funded by pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> <Fartaceutical>. <laughs> pharmaceutical.
1: Pharmaceutical companies. I'm, I appreciate humor. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Due to the Prescription Drug User Fee Act. Oh, uh, the FDA has its headquarters in unincorporated White Oak, Maryland. Come to beautiful unincorporated White Oak, Maryland.
1: <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, The FDA also enforces other laws, notably Section whatever, uh, Public Service Act and associated regulation, many of which are not related to food or drugs. These include regulating lasers, cellular phones, condoms, and control of disease on products ranging from from pets to sperm donation to assisted reproduction. Wow, that's wow. I'm glad that they, I guess, parceled that out.
0: Control of disease on products ranging from certain household pets. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wait yes i i i read that and you didn't even think through that yes is i mean sure. excuse
0: me man we gotta we gotta disinfect <laughs> your turtle just get some get some clorox wipes out just, <laughs> just buff pine, that
1: just pine all that turtle
0: <laughs> just buff that out
1: oh man
0: uh so the fda has its headquarters in unincorporated white oak maryland it mm-hmm. also has 223 field offices and 13 laboratories Incredible. Located throughout the 50 states, the United States, Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. So like designated administration survivor, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically. You can't,
0: you're going to have to nuke a lot to get rid of the FDA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to be around. We are going to mm. regulate the heck out of whatever. We're going to regulate them
0: drugs and foods. Yep. Uh, and then it goes on to talk about a lot of boring stuff. Oh, good. Uh, there are a couple of interesting things in here. Uh, In 2014, Mm -hmm. the FDA added an Ebola treatment being developed by Canadian pharmaceutical company Techmira to its Fast Track program, but halted the Phase 1 trials in July, pending the receipt of more information about how the drug works. Hopefully, it kills Ebola.
1: I mean, that's the dream. Mm -hmm.
0: But it's cool that they are working on an Ebola treatment. Um, With
1: acceptance of the pre-market notification in January 2004, the FDA... Oh my gosh. Granted, Donald, I'm sorry, Doctor Ronald Sherman, permission to produce and market medical maggots. Oh yeah, that's humans. what I was looking for.
0: What oh,
1: you what? Yeah, you that was an that? interesting fact. Oh yeah, I guess. I'm not that looking would for, it
0: be... for gummy bears, dude. That's not...
1: I was curious. <laughs> medical maggots represent the first living organism allowed by the Food and Drug Administration for production and marketing as prescription medical device. Huh mm-hmm huh i don't know what to do with that
0: i mean you, you put them on your wounds
1: <laughs> no I, I got it but like
0: and they eat the dead tissue and it helps clean the wound
1: oh uh, uh, and like okay. leeches
0: you put them on you and they oh
1: my gosh and they well, suck the don't click on it there's a picture <laughs> Why did you click on that? Because I was curious, Tim. Because I was curious, and I want to learn. That's why I do this podcast. Were you
0: Were you imagining like clicking no. on medical maggots and seeing like a cute little drawing of maggots wearing like doctors and nurses that, hats?
1: Well, that's what I want now. But holding oh, a little man. clipboard. Oh, uh, oh my gosh! I gotta. If I weren't sitting down already, I would need to sit down. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Let's that's let's terrifying. get out of the
0: FDA here. It is, <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, this is so regulated on this page. Oh.
1: There's even like a
0: flow chart or like a <laughs> chart of like different departments and stuff. And it just makes me sleepy looking at it. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I'm going to click on dietary supplements.
1: That's probably a good call.
0: Because you know what kind of forms dietary supplements can be taken in?
1: Uh, cartoon characters?
0: Yeah. That's, and sometimes that's... gummies. Oh yeah. Uh, that's
2: a that's, yeah, that's a great idea.
1: That's actually a really good poll. <laughs> Dang. All right, Sky.
2: And this is one of those times when I'm kind of glad you pulled it because oh god, where am I? <laughs> balloon modeling. There's a terrifying picture on here <laughs> called Smurf Parody Hats Made with 360 balloons. And I think that's a type of balloon. I don't think it's saying that it's made with 360 balloons. But good <laughs> lord, what a thing of nightmares. Okay
1: their faces though are so great they're like yeah. uh-huh
2: there's like one like the lady's kind of like smug and, and like she's actually up dressed like papa smurf and then right. the other one's dressed like miss Smur- smurf Smurfette. Smurfette. Oh, yeah and he's Those an old balloons. man and he's like is peering through her mouth like oh no
1: <laughs> these balloons are smurf to heck <laughs>
2: Uh, Anyway, balloon modeling and balloon twisting is the shaping of special modeling balloons into almost any given shape, often a balloon animal.
1: Somehow that's not linked. But go on. People, people who
2: create balloon animals and other <laughs> twisted balloon sculptures no. are called twisters, with a capital T. No, balloon they benders <laughs> and balloon artists.
1: I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, here they are. That's a real thing. (laughs) Yep. You can search.
2: Two of the primary design styles are single balloon modeling, which restricts itself to the use of one balloon per model, and multi-balloon modeling, which uses more than one balloon. Each style has its own set of challenges and skills, but few twisters who have reached an an, an intermediate or advanced skill level limit themselves to one style or another. (laughs) Depending on the needs of the moment, they might easily move between the one (laughs) balloon or multiple approaches, or they might even incorporate additional techniques such as quote weaving and stuffing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Modeling techniques
2: have have evolved to include a range of. (laughs) To include a range of complex moves, and a highly specialized vocabulary has emerged to describe the techniques involved and their resulting creations. (laughs) Do the next round I'm just going to read this whole page. Some twisters inflate their balloons with their own lungs, and for many years this was a standard and necessary part of the act. However... Many now use a pump of some sort, whether it is a hand pump, an (laughs) an electric pump plugged in, or run by a battery pack, or or a compressed gas tank containing air or nitrogen. Twisters do not necessarily fill their crea- creations with helium, as these designs will not usually float away. <laughs> the, blo- the balloons for twisting are too porous for helium. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Finally, something that's interesting. <laughs> and the designs are generally too heavy for their size of- for helium to lift.
1: Oh my oh. gosh! All right, before you go on, because this page is a this is a treasure trove. I just want to say that there's a site called Gigmasters, where, you can, where balloon twisters are an entire category that you okay. can just put in your city, and it says where are you looking for balloon twisters? <laughs> 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 Try out a talented balloon twister from Gigmasters. Look, uh, are you looking to put a great twist on your next event? Our balloon twisters are the best in the business and can turn any event into a real party. And then they just have states mm. and cities listed. So if you're like Alabama, balloon twisters, Birmingham. <laughs> so here's a question.
2: Oh
0: the you, know where you, have the most, you know where you have the most balloon twisters?
1: Uh, I do, actually. It's California. <laughs>
2: No, uh, balloon twister alley. <laughs> I, I have that. I have that on my
1: right here. Balloon twister alley. That's very, mm, very Wait, good. Wait, really? That's a real thing. Is it? Uh, no. I, oh, no. I like, would not have doubted pause. it. No. No. Down, on this
2: on this gig website, can I? It, it, I'm guessing you pay through the website. So, could okay. I hire a twister? To go to like a mall in Colorado <laughs> and just twist balloons for an hour with no, with well, no explanation. Well, or like, just go to like a Burger King in Colorado.
1: Well, Sky, I have new no I don't know why I picked Colorado,
2: but I imagine, <laughs> like, I wonder if Colorado's where like the experts go, like, because the high elevation might like mess up balloon twisting. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, So I have news for you. Not only can you look up via city, you can hire, uh, it can go by county. I can break this down by county in any state in the U.S., to find the top twisters in that in that area (laughs) so what let me give me give me anywhere in california and i will try to find someone. let's say oakland let's say oakland
2: oakland yeah that's okay Mm -hmm.
1: they have 57 balloon twisters on the list at gig masters ready
2: just ready available just a phone call away
1: should i should i just (laughs) name a couple of them because they are great Okay, yes. Uh, uh, name a few. Uh, we have one just called JoJo. Uh, JoJo Jello, the silliest party or silly JoJo parties. Uh, barrel Full of Monkeys Entertainment. Andy Zandy, Action Parties for Kids.
0: Ah, oh, Action
1: Parties for Kids. Fire, fire pixie, pixie Parties. Action Pinsen- Parties? Yeah, no, that's what it says. Action What's Parties action for Kids. an
0: action
1: party? <clears throat> Spider-Man, Jedi, do terrorists, Clown. Do
0: terrorists invade like uh, halfway through? Uh,
1: <laughs> OK, you make it. Well, it might be <laughs> make your child's next birthday unforgettable with action, cha- action packed entertainment by Andy's Andy. Zandy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right. I got fire, mm. fire pixie princess parties, oh. though, guys. Fire, Heck pixie yeah. fire <laughs> pixie, pixie princess, fire pixie princess parties. It's if it, that's it's a whole thing.
2: Uh yeah, how much do I have to get the? How much do I have to pay them to go to Olive Garden for like two <laughs> hours well, in Scott, Oakland?
1: I can request a free quote on this site right now, and oh I'm clicking it immediately. Mm. Oh, I have to sign up for it. Uh, I'll do. i not yeah, do, do that. I'll do this later. We'll try. <sighs> origins of balloon
2: modeling. I'm sorry, this takes a long time, but this don't this, don't this, ever this
1: apologize.
2: <laughs> the origins of balloon modeling are unknown. The nineteen 19- <laughs> The 1975 book by Jolly the Clown Petrie credits (laughs) Herman Bonnert from Pennsylvania at a magician's convention in 1939 as being the first balloon twister.
1: That's a citation. there.
2: Val Andrews in Manual of Balloon Modeling, Volume 1, in Encyclopedic Series, credits H.J. Bonnert of... Uh, Scranton, so not Herman Bonner, but H. J. Bonner of Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania, as being the quote "daddy of them all."
1: Unquote. <laughs> yep. Excited, too.
2: Oh, man, this is also good. But uh, it talks about common models down here, like and there's some links. Like they they link Dutch, uh, the Dutch Hound. The uh, mm-hmm. wait, is that how you say? No, Dachshund, right? Dachshund.
1: Yeah. No, I got you. like
2: Dutch Hound. Uh, a giraffe. Um, no, actually, that's
1: it. dachshund, draft giraffe, etc. That's th- those are the those
2: are the two things that are linked. But there's bear here twice.
1: Oh and no! Neither
2: times are they linked. So my choices here are colors. I could click on colors. Air <laughs> pumps.
0: <laughs>
2: Scranton, Pennsylvania. Bears have colors. I'm gonna that's click accurate. on Scranton, Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sky? I think you're closer than you like that. You might have something to work with off of this. Yeah. We'll see. In the meantime, Tim, after all of that, let's talk about dietary supplements.
0: Sure. Dietary supplements is intended to prove. Oh, boy, I messed that up.
1: (laughs) Do you need a dietary supplement?
0: (laughs) I think I might need a supplement to get through this. (laughs)
3: <laughs> A
1: dietary supplement
0: is intended to provide nutrients that may otherwise not be consumed in sufficient quantities. Uh, they include vitamins, minerals, fiber, fatty acids, or amino acids, among other substances.
3: Whoa, Delicious.
0: What? There are <laughs> more than 50,000 dietary supplements available. More than half of the U.S. adult population consumes dietary supplements with most common ones being multivitamins.
1: I cited twice there. Wow.
0: Yep. Uh, most supplements should be avoided, and usually people should not eat micronutrients except people with clearly shown deficiency, which right. has a citation, but then it says additional citation needed. So I kind of feel bad for that citation <laughs> that someone else clearly does not feel is uh, substantial enough to carry well, its own weight.
1: I, well, And now I it has to live say- next
0: to this thing next to it that says additional citation needed, and it has to feel like a loser.
1: <laughs> in its defense, the citation there is an editorial. It's not an actual journal article. So oh, okay. it's just, well, it's then, just an editorial. Yeah, edit, an, edit, an editorial in a medical journal, but an editorial.
0: So I like how I like how the next sentence is those people should first consult the doctor, <laughs> and that's cited.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it is.
0: Uh an exception to uh supplements like should be avoided is vitamin D. <laughs> which is recommended in Nordic countries due to weak sunlight. You don't get it through enough. You don't get enough sunny D. Nice. Uh, So there are many types of dietary supplements. Of course, vitamins uh, is an organic compound required by an organism as a vital (laughs) nutrient in limited amounts. Yeehaw.
1: Man, we are making food sound so good in this episode. You guys, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: uh, dietary minerals, commonly called dietary minerals or minerals. I mean, are the chemical elements required by living organisms other than the four elements of carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, and oxygen? Essential fatty fatty acids, there's amino acids, and there's bodybuilding supplements. It may be used to replace meals, enhance weight gain, promote weight loss, or improve athletic performance. Among the most widely used are vitamin supplements, protein drinks, branched chain amino acids, BCAA. Where my BCAA at? <laughs> glutamine, glut. I don't. Can you tell? Okay. I, I haven't been to the gym in a while, guys. I don't know the lingo.
1: It, it's it's cool. Don't worry. You, Does you, anybody you, ever
0: talk about the glutamine at the gym, Kyle?
1: I mean, no one says that. No. <laughs> no. Gotta get that no. glutamine. Yeah, that's that's not a thing I hear a lot. And the creatine. I mean, I've heard that before. Oh, really? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are people who use versions of, like, versions of those things. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, they just talk about different products and whether or not it made them, quote-unquote, explode. So, yeah, take that as you will.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, The vitamins and dietary supplement sector in the U.S. grew 4% in 2015 to reach $27.2 billion. That is a rich industry. Dang uh no single company accounted for more than 5% uh of value sales
1: that's that's incredible like yeah like even with that amount of money like there're still that many people just fighting over like a scrap of that wow mm-hmm. uh
0: and according to University of Helsinki food safety professor Marina Heinonen more than 90% of dietary supplement health claims are incorrect cited cited Yep. In addition, ingredients listed have been found to be different from the contents. For example, Consumer Reports reported unsafe levels of arsenic, cadmium, lead, and mercury, and several of the protein powders that were tested.
1: Which is why I don't take protein powders.
0: Ugh, gross. Um, nothing about Flintstone vitamins here, which makes me sad.
1: I am actually a little surprised by that, honestly. Um, I
0: might just have to go into vitamins, but I'm guessing that's probably going to take me into...
1: Oh, I can't wait. Just, just like vitamins. lame
0: science stuff. It's boring.
1: Oh, man.
0: I'm uh, at vitamins.
1: You're just clicking vitamins.
0: Yeah. No. Right, hang on. <laughs> did I did I do wrong? I think I did wrong.
1: No, I'm trying to find it. I'm sorry. That's all.
0: <clears throat> oh, it's up.
1: It's up at the top. I got it. All right. I see it now. OK, well, vitamins and Sky is visiting Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Home of is, the office. Is it near Hershey? Because that's that's the first thing I control left <laughs> was Hershey, and it did not. No, nope. no, nope. It's the
2: sixth largest city in the Commonwealth wow. of Pennsylvania, behind Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Allentown, Erie, and Reading. Or is that Reading? I think it's Reading. Yeah. I think it's Reading. I'm bad yeah. at words. It, it's cool. Uh, um, the city took its first step towards earning its reputation as the Electric City when electric lights were introduced in 1880. I took mean, its first step in earning the title by getting the thing that the title is about. Getting the thing. Getting the thing. You got the thing. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You're now the city. Woo. Woo! Um, I mean, I guess that's how it works, right? Like Buffalo, get mm, you get the Buffalo wings.
1: I suppose, mm-hmm. First yeah. step to be
2: in the city of Buffalo, Buffalo wings. That's how they're it's, known. It's <laughs> not
1: like a checklist. It's not like... <laughs>
2: no. Scranton seems to be one of those, like... Uh, those quintessential American towns that aren't having a great time now, but had a great time in the past. And there's just this amazing uh, subheader in the history section. Okay. Growth, prosperity, and consequences. 1900 to 1945. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It talks about the railroads (laughs) and the mines and the burning clum dumps. Um, The what? uh, The clum dumps uh it's like after you after nope. you mine a mine there's like crap left over called the called the clum dump and apparently they
1: caught on fire well i learned a thing tonight
2: <clears throat> yeah so not not great not great things um i mean we could talk about the office i want to see if it says anything funny about it i guess <laughs> say something funny on this page please Please, uh,
1: we're just coming like, off of balloon animals. Yeah, I mean. this is
2: like the hangover after the next morning.
1: <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Oh, it man, says the they... sitting
2: is the the the, the, the setting. The city is the setting of the fictional paper company Dunder Mifflin Scranton branch at NBC's uh, the office. Scranton branch is the setting of the majority of the episodes of the television. So that's all it has. I'm sure it's had more. But I bet Scranton has some editors that just have to keep coming back to this page and just, yeah, just like, I don't know. Yeah. Erasing tons of things. Uh, Uh, The Harry Chaplin song, 30,000 pounds of bananas, is about an actual fatal 1965 accident in Scranton where a driver hauling bananas lost control of his truck as it barreled down Mozick Street.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: It's kind of weird.
1: <clears throat> that's intense that wow
2: <laughs> yep but they don't talk about anything on here uh they regarding... don't actually even
1: describe the incident like
2: yeah it,
1: it just is it just is a thing
2: it's just as a thing so um they do mention uh harrisburg here and i'm gonna click on harrisburg because they don't Are talk about just... any foods <laughs> no food culture here now we're going to Harrisburg.
1: Sky, are you just slowly moving across Pennsylvania to get to... <laughs> Look, I know
2: Harrisburg is close to <laughs> close to a
1: certain city, okay?
0: <laughs> we are we are crawling the gummy bears. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wait, Harrisburg did you say? Where oh there it is. Oh man, this is great. Alright, vitamin. Just just vitamin.
0: Yep. So did you know that humans must consume vitamins periodically to avoid deficiency?
3: It's true.
1: Oh, okay.
0: The body stores for different (laughs) vitamins very widely. Vitamins A, D, and B12 are stored in significant amounts, mainly in the liver. And an adult's diet may be deficient in vitamins A and D for many months and B12 in some cases for years before developing a deficiency condition. That's interesting. (laughs) Like just haven't had B12 in like a decade. Finally catching up to you. Uh, However, vitamin B3, niacin, is not stored in significant amounts, so stores may last only a couple of weeks. Uh, For vitamin C, the first symptoms of scurvy in experimental studies of complete vitamin C deprivation in humans have varied widely from a month to more than six months, depending on previous dietary history that determined body stores. So, you know, just kind of stock up in your body on them vitamins (laughs) and uh, you might be able to last for a while without it which is cool there's
1: there's a bit up here that's blowing my mind a little bit okay so vitamins are classified by their biological and chemical activity not their structure thus each vitamin refers to a number of vitamer compounds that sh- that all show the biological activity associated with the particular vitamin so like vitamer compounds make up a vitamin there's a smaller thing that makes up a vitamin like what? I don't what? I don't know what to do with this. And it it's a linked page, but I I'm kind of upset by this. <laughs> Vitamers, by definition, are convertible to the active form of the vitamin in the body, and are sometimes interconvertible in interconvertible to one another as well. So they're sort of the building blocks of vitamin. I didn't know they got smaller. Wow. Wow. Sorry, go on Tim.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh In 1910, the first vitamin complex was isolated by Japanese scientist Umitaro Suzuki, who succeeded in extracting a water-soluble complex of micronutrients from rice bran and named it a baric acid. Later, orazinine, okay, he published this discovery in a Japanese scientific journal. When the article was translated into German, the translation failed to state that it was a newly discovered nutrient, a claim made in the original Japanese article, and hence his discovery failed to gain publicity. That's sad. Wow. Uh, in 1912, Polish-born biochemist Casimir Funk, yeah, I love his group, yeah. working in London, isolated the same complex of micronutrients and proposed the complex be named vitamin. It was later to be known as vitamin B3 niacin, though he described it as anti-beriberi factor, which beriberi is a disease that you get if you don't yeah. have enough niacin. Uh, Funk proposed the hypothesis that other diseases, such as rickets, pellagra, celiac disease, and scurvy, could also be cured by vitamins. And he was right. Max oh. Nierenstein, a friend and reader of biochemistry at Bristol University, reportedly suggested the vitamin name from Vital Amine. Uh, the name soon became synonymous with Hopkins's accessory factors. but And by the time it was shown <laughs> that not all vitamins are amines, the word has already ubiquitous. Oh, um, wow. man. Names getting ahead of science. In
3: 1920,
0: <laughs> Jack Cecil Drummond proposed that the final "e" be dropped to deemphasize the amine reference. After researchers began to suspect that not all vitamins have an amine component, <laughs> so now they're just vitamins.
1: I I read that last line as having an anime component, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair." fair. <laughs> Over Uh, 9,000-something. There's a vitamin PP. Yep, of course. Nice,
0: and it's now vitamin B12, or B3, but uh, it used to be called vitamin PP.
1: (laughs) I can see why they might have changed it, but you Mm know. All right, Tim, now that we know all about vitamins. Oh,
0: processed (laughs) foods? I was hoping they would talk about, like, vitamin... Um, pills or anything yeah, like that, but they I'm haven't. Really
1: surprised, like there's not. I don't think pills is even on here.
0: No, I am going to go to processed foods. All right. Ooh, convenience food. It redirects to. <laughs> or tertiary <laughs> processed food, delicious.
1: Wow. Oh wow, that's a way to say that. All right, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania.
2: Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Is the capital city of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in the United States and the county seat of Dolphin, Dolphin County? Sure. I really wish it was Dolphin County.
1: Oh now no. It. <laughs>
2: uh, it has a subheader here that says "21st Century Fiscal Difficulties and Receivership." <laughs> That's all I want to talk to you about, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, Control F Hershey uh in the mid to late 20th century the city's economic fortunes fluctuated with its major industries considering or consisting of government heavy manufacturing um and food services nearby hershey is home to the chocolate maker located just 10 miles east of harrisburg chocolate maker is linked to the hershey company i'm gonna click on that
1: good call what that's that's a d that's distinctly closer
2: that's just, mm i see
1: <laughs> closer than scranton anyway <laughs> i mean all right tim convenience fo- oh my gosh the uh, okay that didn't look <laughs> that doesn't look appetizing
0: <laughs> uh its food that is commonly prepared often through processing to optimize ease of consumption such food is usually ready to eat without further preparation it may also be easily portable having a long shelf life or offer a combination of such convenient traits. Although restaurant meals meet this definition, the term is seldom applied to them because the restaurants want to keep making money.
1: (laughs) Uh, Convenience (laughs) foods include ready to
0: eat dry products, frozen foods, such as TV dinners, shelf stable foods, prepared mixes such as cake mix and snack foods.
1: Just, just as a quick aside, I saw a tweet the other day that cracked me up about the new beauty and the beast movie. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you're talking about restaurants here. Maybe think of it they they were uh, the tweet was something like if you take away the fact that there's a magic candlestick singing it, the song Be Our Guest is essentially a man explaining a restaurant to a woman.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
1: So I thought I've thought about that repeatedly in the last couple well, of weeks. No. I mean, the point of it
2: is that it's not I mean, it's not a restaurant, though, but <laughs> you don't get like restaurant service. But yeah, it is. It is weird.
1: Yes, I understand now. Sorry uh ramen is there i guess that's yep that's one of the that's the top image there and that's not the most appetizing ramen instant ramen i've ever seen i feel like they could have picked a bigger a better picture
0: i mean you don't you don't want to try to get too fancy with um pictures of ramen because then people know that you're trying Mm, that's fair and uh it's like come on man that ramen's (laughs) too fancy (laughs) Ramen's good.
1: <laughs> that ramen's, ramen's good. Definitely.
0: I'm just saying that you don't you don't need to fancy it up.
1: Like like instant ramen should be distinguished from ramen. If you're, if real you're trying ramen, to make it too saying. fancy,
0: you're insulting it.
1: Ooh, I I see. Uh, the like the history of ramen is actually really really interesting though too. But I guess we can go into that another day. I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's see here. Uh, wow
1: bread what? and cheese salted foods and other prepared foods have been sold for thousands of years what other kinds were developed through improvements with food technology that's linked food technology
3: Mm-hmm.
1: oh my gosh
0: uh so by country uh in 2007 it was noted in the book australia's food and nutrition 2012 what wait what <laughs> So it was oh. noted in 2007. Yeah, but the book is called Australia's Food and Nutrition 2012, maybe a five-year plan. <laughs> but either way, it's kind of confusing. Um, so they had a distinct increase in convenience food consumption uh, occurring in the country. In Japan, onigiri rice balls are a popular convenience food that dates for millennia. Uh, you had some while you were in Japan, right, Sky? Oh yeah. That's one of good. the things
2: I've missed the most. Yes.
1: <laughs> were they from millennia ago? Because that's the way that sentence reads.
2: No. Candice actually bought uh, like the seaweed wraps oh. that are are made like specifically shaped so that you can make just that type. <laughs> and we might be looking up molds online to like please, mold the rice into
1: the right shape. Please do that. That sounds amazing. Oh, cool. They're very uh, good.
0: Yes. One big problem with a lot of prepared foods is their salt content. Uh, In April 2010, a coalition of 16 manufacturers all agreed to reduce salt levels in foods sold in the United States under a program based on a similar effort in the United Kingdom. However, the initiative has met with resistance from some manufacturers who claim that processed foods require the current high levels of salt to remain appetizing and to mask undesirable effects of food processing such as warmed over flavor. And that is linked
1: maybe don't make them then. Maybe, I don't know. I I mean, I'm just spitballing but like, maybe don't. If you you have to do that.
0: So, um, I am going to click on, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to click on candy.
1: (laughs) I actually thought you were going to go with snack foods for a moment. All right, let's see. Candy. Wow, there's ah, it's just there's all kinds of things here. All right, candy. It's like a and, candy shop. Actually, yeah, we got right down to a dead heat right at the end here at the Hershey Company.
2: Here we are at the Hershey don't, Company. Don't tell me Hershey make
1: gummy you bears. Ma- you don't know what they make.
2: The I mean, chocolate other than kisses. Yeah, other you than that. Chocolate? Yeah,
1: obviously you know what they make. I'm sorry, I'm I, I, I'm completely wrong. Yes. Jeez, Kyle. <laughs>
2: Have I ever told you guys that my my uh great aunt and uncle lived in Hershey for a while? No. So we went and visited them a couple times. No. And they have uh, the, the Hershey World there, which is like you can they don't like have tours of the of the plants there, but you go there and there's like a little ride that you can ride and at the end you get a free like little candy bar. Okay. And like they would it was like right down the street from them and they would go like twice or three times a week and they were eventually asked to like not come back because because they just went to get a little candy bar like you ride you ride the ride for like four minutes then you get a free candy bar so they would just (laughs) do that every so often
1: i mean they got a good thing going there they got yeah i would do it that's great Mm Hmm. um We'll talk about the early
2: years of Her- Hershey. I kind of want to touch and go on this because we're getting a little long. But mm. um, after completing a, an apprenticeship to a confecturer in 1873, Milton S. Hershey founded a candy shop in Philadelphia. This candy shop was only open for six years, after which Hershey apprenticed with another confecturer in Denver, where he learned to make caramel. Another, uh, after another failed business attempt in New York, Hershey returned to Pennsylvania, where in 1886, he founded the Lancaster Caramel Company. The use mm. of fresh milk and caramels proved successful. Citation, and in 1990, (laughs) after seeing chocolate making machines for the first time at the the 1893 World's Columbian Expedition in Chicago, Hershey sold his caramel company for one million dollars, equal to 28 and some change million dollars today, and began to concentrate on chocolate manufacturing. Uh stating to people who question him, Caramels are just a fad, but chocolate is a permanent thing.
1: Dang. <laughs> that's
2: mm. I didn't even I didn't, never knew he started in Caramel. That's, that's pretty so, crazy.
1: That's really shady. Yeah, no, that's that or that's a lot of shade, is what I meant to say. That that's awesome. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Uh it talks a lot about chocolate here, man. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, one choice I have here is Twizzlers, Twizzlers oh. and Licorice. Okay. Um i think that's the closest i'm gonna get
1: yeah that's not far i mean it's it's in the right that's in the right direction
2: right and i've definitely searched uh for haribo or or gummy bears on here and they do not exist so okay i'm going to twizzlers uh which
1: (laughs) to twizzlers specifically yeah okay all right all right tim candy just an entire frigging page of candy. <laughs> were were we on candy recently? I don't think so.
0: Because he, I I he remember the the Great Buddha Sweet Shop is on here again. Oh really? Might have been on another page that we went to once. Yeah, that print of like that shop. That is oh. what I would name my shop if I had a shop.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think that was from a while ago. But yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, candy. What is candy? Also called sweets or lollies. <laughs> mm. is a confection that features sugar as a principal ingredient. That's it. Boom. Cut. Print.
1: <laughs> Page over.
0: Got that sugar. <laughs> Unlike a cake or loaf of bread that would be shared among many people, candies are usually made in smaller pieces. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, let's have gummy loaf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just jello, <laughs> Um. <laughs> but, but, however, however, I move that we we forever after you now like call like if you are serving jello, you mm-hmm. call it uh what? What, what did you say? <laughs> candy loaf,
0: candy or gummy loaf?
1: Gummy loaf. All right. From now on, from now on, if you serve a like a tray of jello, it is gummy loaf. <laughs> yes, I like All it. All right, good.
0: Thank you. We're going to be rich.
1: Thank you. No, you're the one. It's, it's all you, Tim. <laughs>
0: uh, so let's um, talk about some sugar candy examples they have on here. Um, Gummy Bears is one of them. Yay. Uh, there's Kampato is, I'm probably pronouncing that it incorrectly, It's <laughs> a traditional Japanese sugar candy. When finished, it is almost 100% sugar.
1: Isn't that just sugar then? Is That's that, that yeah. like,
2: those little like round ones yeah. with bumps. Yes. Yeah. Star looking kind of things. Yep. Those are good. Yeah. But
1: they're just okay. sugar. Yeah, Is that all they taste like, just sugar?
0: Yeah. Uh, they shaped mm-hmm. Fruit-shaped hard candy is a common type of sugar candy with grandmas. Uh, not <laughs> containing sugar, color, flavor, and a tiny bit of water. Okay. Right. Right. Chicky.
1: Doesn't really say a tiny
0: bit? It really a tiny does bit of water, it. that's what it says. tiny yep. it, uh,
1: It's Chicky, not cited our, or anything, though.
0: <laughs> no, Chicky are homemade nut brittles popular in India. Between the nuts or seeds is hard sugar candy. Whoa. That Whoa. sounds like a tooth-breaking mechanism. Yeah. Um, there's Panteri as a soft, chewy, finished sugar candy. The colored ones are fruity, while <laughs> black and salmiaki. <laughs> while black are salmiaki, a salty, licorice flavor.
1: Uh, Panteri is also a, a pretty hardcore metal band.
0: Yes. Panteri. <laughs> and then in Germany, Haribo Gummy Bears were the first gummy candy <gasps> ever made.
1: Yay. Yay. They're soft and chewy. That's the entire description. They are soft and chewy. Except,
0: (laughs) no. This isn't. This isn't. We're going for gummy bears, right? Gummy
1: bear. Yeah. This
0: is gummy candy.
1: No. I have gummy candy
0: and I have Haribo.
1: Are you kidding Uh, me? uh, I
0: just a second. Just a second. Searching for bears. Searching for bears. Oh no! There's (laughs) gummy bears down here. Oh okay. Under vegetarianism. What? Yep. Most candy contains no meat or other animal parts, and many contain no milk for other animal products.
3: Good call. Uh, some
0: candy, including marshmallows and gummy bears, contain gelatin derived from animal collagen, a protein found in skin and bones, and is less avoided by vegans and some vegetarians.
1: Guess how I got to the page. <laughs> <laughs>
0: other, uh, other ingredients commonly found in candy that are not suitable for vegetarian or vegan diets include carmine, a red dye made from cochineal beetles. Sure, and confectioner's glaze, which contains shellac, a resin excreted by female lac bugs. Yum! Wait, is it
1: called shellac because she and lac bugs like? That I, can't be right. That can't be. No, I
0: don't. I don't think so. That's
1: not possible. <laughs> I'm looking anyway, this up. I'm
0: clicking on gummy bears.
1: Hooray, gummy bears! Yay. Gummy bears!
0: Gummy bears! Good job, really, Tim. whenever Haribo is mentioned, I think it's required by law on this uh site to say that is the first gummy bears ever made <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um i just just in case you were curious shellac comes from the words shell and lack so yeah sorry i i just had to put that to rest yay gummy bears
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh and the the image on this page is so cute too um but Sky, while you're on Twizzlers, is there anything you would like to say about them? Yes. What? Really? Yes. All
2: right, let's hear it. They talk about the flavors and varieties. Uh huh. Uh, In 2006, Hershey introduced the sweet and sour filled twist. They come in two different flavors, or two different colors, red and yellow, and both (laughs) have a gluey, fruity filling inside. The yellow flavor is citrus punch, and the red flavor is cherry kick. In 2011 super long nibs were introduced what combining the flavor and texture of the classic nib with the length of a standard twizzlers twist
1: the classic nib
2: the classic nib Oh, mm. that's all i wanted to i just had to get in super long nibs
1: yeah no i i i hear you thank you Uh, i
2: think i'm adult now because i look at these twizzlers and listen to them listen to like the flavors and stuff and i think wow that's real gross i don't want that in my body
1: (laughs) is that the sign i
2: think that's the sign also there's (laughs) a chocolate flavored twizzler apparently that's not cool
1: yeah that doesn't sound good uh cherry cola and rainbow as well which huh huh i don't know Oh, wow. I didn't know they still did that. The company also manufactures special two-foot-long uh, varieties. Wow. Oh, however, in case you need to know, in case you're stuck on an island and you have nothing to use except Twizzlers to measure something, the regular length of a Twizzler is eight inches. <laughs> okay. Good to know. So in case you need to know for any reason, if you need a ruler and you have a Twizzler handy, you have a ruler now.
2: <laughs> Good. Great.
1: <laughs> All right. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. So uh, a gummy bear is a small fruit gum candy similar to a jelly baby in some English speaking countries. Uh, Wow. I I didn't know they had the candy is roughly two centimeters long. So you have if you have a gummy bear, you have a ruler now, too.
0: (laughs) They have um, in case you want to listen to the name gummy bear. Oh no!
1: They have the little thing there. You can just listen to it. Hang on.
0: Gumibear. Oh my gosh! I'm transfixed on this.
2: Gumibear. <laughs> bear. That's just how a normal person <laughs> says <gummy> bear.
1: <laughs> it's adorable though. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's the German name. Okay. Yeah. And like, there's
1: Gumi <laughs> barken,
2: Gumi Barkan. Gumi Barkan. There it is. That's, Sorry.
1: That's fantastic. Thank you for teaching
0: me random voice.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: And then uh, let's see here. Uh, inspired by the trained bears seen at street festivals uh, and markets in Europe through to the 19th century, uh, Hans Regal Sr. invented the dancing bear Tanzbar. A small, affordable fruit-flavored gum candy treat for children and adults alike, which was much larger in form than its later successor. I hope it was (laughs) bear-sized. The Gold Bear, Gold Bar. Oh, much larger than its later successor, the Gold Bear, or the Gold Bar. (laughs) Even during Weimar Germany's hyperinflation period that wreaked havoc on the country, Haribo's fruit gum dancing bear treats remained affordably priced from year one fenning Wow. In pairs at kiosks. So, it was originally called Dancing Bear.
2: Neat. Uh, The success of gummy
0: bears has spawned the production of many other gummy candies that look like animals and other objects. Rings, worms, frogs, snakes, hamburgers, cherries, sharks, penguins. Did we say penguins was one?
3: Yes.
0: In the test? Okay. Hippos, lobsters, octopuses, apples, peaches, oranges, and even Amplemonken smurfs and spiders. I don't know what Amplemonken uh literally little traffic light men
1: i glossed over that entirely how did i not see that one? (laughs) they're
0: the symbols showing up pedestrian signals in former east germany now part of germany yes so the gummy bear flavors in the united states of haribo the colors i find are interesting raspberry is red i would assume that to be strawberry Mm. or cherry it's raspberry orange is orange that's fine green is strawberry
1: Huh, I didn't know that. Uh, the
0: colorless strawberry. clear one is pineapple, and then yellow is
1: lemon. I knew the pineapple one. I did not know the uh, the strawberry one. hmm Interesting. Huh. Um, well, uh, oh, and Tim, here's your multivitamins down here in health issues. Uh, multivitamins yeah. have been produced in the form of gummy bears to motivate consumption by young, picky eaters. However, they cause tooth decay. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> However, gummy bears containing the cavity-fighting additive xylitol ex- in parentheses, sure. wood sugar, are now being when? tested. <laughs> when, says Wikipedia.
1: I, whoa, someone got through here and was really un, unreliable medical source, says another... Says another citation. Eating. Yeah, someone got really picky in this.
0: If you want to learn more about gummy bears, see also "I Am Your Gummy Bear," <laughs> "I Am a Gummy Bear," "The Gummy Bear Song," "Disney's Adventure of the Gummy Bears," and "Turkish Delight."
1: I guess they are kind of like Turkish Delight a little bit. Not yeah, kind of, kind of. I don't, huh, I don't know if I would call that. It, I, yeah, I would. I see also that that's. Possible, this is yes. this
0: is part of turkish delights pr campaign to be seen as a better <laughs> treat because all of, the only other thing it's known for is being like the evil witch's candy in the narnia books
2: yeah that was a pr hit for sure
1: mm-hmm. oh definitely yes it's the double oh. candy
2: great thanks <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks oh, <CS> good. <laughs> uh. well i am so glad you guys came along with me on this trip this very bouncy trip from uh from inflatable castles to gummy bears. Uh, if you want to learn or if you want to hear more of our episodes, you can find us uh, our webpage is WSKBcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on Twitter at WSKBcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching for WS- uh, for We should know better. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, or Google Play now. Uh, and if you go to any of those places, it'd be super cool of you if you uh, did a quick review. It'd be really nice.
2: Yeah. Help us out a lot.
1: Hey, you could even share us currently using the hashtag tripod because that seems to be a thing that people are doing in the podcasting community. If you tweet us out uh you know maybe do that um Have you guys been hearing that he- hearing that on your podcast lately uh, a, a, a podcasting community is trying to get that going as like a when you when you share a note about it, a podcast you hashtag tripod. T-R-Y-P-O-D. Oh, I have
2: heard that. T-R-Y-P-O-D. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, That's it's a joke. Of, mm, <laughs> mm. That's neat. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, if you check out any of those or if you check us out on any of those things, uh, maybe stick that tag on there and, you know, share us with a friend. It'd be super cool of you. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to mention? I, I feel like we had some news coming. Oh, no, because we're coming up on our 75th com- uh, pretty soon.
2: Oh, yeah. We should figure that out.
1: We really need to plan that. I guess <laughs> we
2: still have like a month.
1: I, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. But, um, in the meantime, I am exhausted because it was recently daylight saving time and now I have less, I've had less time to sleep lately. So I need to get back. All right. <laughs>
3: okay. I, I, hmm. I'm
1: not going to be able to, I can't just like eat a bunch of gummy bears and stay up all night like you guys on spring break. Whoa. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm joking. It, it was know. a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, have a have a good night, you guys. I gotta get some sleep. <laughs>
2: good night.
3: night. Hold on one second, please.
1: Oh oh okay. I'm just going to have to pause the entire podcast right now. As he,
2: Amazon searches <laughs> five pounds of gin gummies.
1: <laughs> How many pounds of gummy bears can I get for? I mean, that's got to be a Craigslist. How many gummy right? bears
2: weigh the same as a blue whale tongue? <laughs> I, I forgot that I had my,
0: my sliding glass door open just a little bit.
1: Oh, nice. And a,
0: a yapping dog. Reminded me that, uh, yeah,
3: that it's open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That was a St. Bernard.